Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Blues have the puck, Thomas off the wall, shoots, and it's in! Let's they go. score! It's the St. Louisan, Pat Maroon! A 2-1 win in double overtime over the Dallas Stars. With former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. We don't normally do this, but we don't normally have Pat Maroon on the show. We're going straight out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line where we are happy to be joined by Stanley Cup champion and St. Louis native Pat Maroon. This is the one-year anniversary of the day that the Blues advanced to the Stanley Cup Finals. Pat Maroon, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm good, boys. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. So you heard that goal coming back. I'm curious, is there any way you will ever score a bigger goal than what you had in double overtime last year? It depends if the season starts up again. <laughs> <laughs> now, Patty, if if I were you, yeah. okay, I'm listening to the curbs' call, and I'm listening to Joey trying to bite his tongue in half not to scream at the same time after you put the puck in. Like, I would have that, like, running on loop. Like, when I got people over to have a couple of cocktails, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know how to shut that off. It just keeps playing it over and over and over. Like, there's no way you get sick of that, right? When I build my bar in my house, it's every time you open up uh, the refrigerator, that's going to go off. So. <laughs> there we go, buddy. <laughs> no, but yeah, like you said, it, it, it still is get, it gives me chills every time I listen to it and uh, the playback. And I think the best video of that whole part is, like Rose was saying, is uh, Joey biting his tongue because you can tell he was so amped up he just wanted to say something, but he was giving Curbs a call. And then Joey came in and did an unbelievable job. But um, it's obviously, it's, it never gets old for me. Now, now listen, we were talking in, in the crossover just as we were getting ready to come on the air about how two of the biggest moments in St. Louis sports history are David Freeze with his back-to-back games where he became the hero in the World Series for the Cardinals, and then Pat Maroon with his Game 7 double overtime winner against the Dallas Stars. Buddy, that's got to feel pretty good to not only be two of the biggest moments in a franchise or a city sports history, but you're the hometown hero, baby. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I think David Freeze obviously... Did a lot more than I did, uh, but I just think it's it's pretty cool to be put in this category and what he brought to the city of St. Louis and his home runs and his clutch at bats and 
Um, you know, Lance Berkman also, too. I mean, it's just uh, it's pretty neat that two St. Louis kids brought uh, two championships back to St. Louis, or World Series and Stanley Cup. So to be in that category is pretty special. But, uh, you know, it's, it's I think he kind of takes a title on me because he did a lot more. But I guess if you think about it, Riz, people forget about game three. I thought that was going to be the biggest goal I ever scored in my career, especially in the playoffs when I scored like a minute 40 left uh, against Dallas in game three. So, And then obviously game seven came along. So, Never mind hometown hero. Maybe we just call you Mr. Clutch. Huh? <laughs> That's a good one, too. No, uh, no, my linemates, I give my linemates credit. Without Posey on the faceoff and without Thomas, Toe Dragon, me, and Klingberg, and obviously get an unbelievable shot off. And, you know, that's my job is to go to the net. And uh, without those two guys, that goal doesn't happen. So, okay, about that play, I'm glad you brought it up because, uh, you know, I watch a little little hockey from time to time. And uh, um, on that play, it's a set face-off play. Robert Thomas is supposed to come around the outside. You're supposed to drive to the net. He's going to come in behind and make a play. But the defenseman... Klingberg kind of cuts off his route. He's like he's read the playbook, and then Robert Thomas has to call an audible and make his move to the middle of the ice. He gets a good shot off, but you're doing your job. You're going to the net like you're supposed to, and that's where the big man makes his money. But that you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that was a set face-off play, right? Yeah, it was. You know what, Rez? It can go either way. So Bozzi's job is to win it to me. And I'm supposed to, like, kick it back like it did instead of pick. And Thomas is supposed to technically come around me, but he kind of read it. We were both kind of pinned up against the wall there on the hash marks, and he kind of read it to a good, unbelievable read by him, by toe-dragging it inside the both of us and made a read. Uh, He usually comes around, I go to the net still, and then Bozzi comes out high for the the one-timer slot, so we have two options, right? So, I mean, he made an unbelievable read because we were both kind of, I was kind of picking him as I was going to the net because we were kind of both jammed up. And uh, like I said, that's been a face-off play that we were designed in, like, January. We just kept using it, and it was, it was working, and we were getting a lot of momentum off it, and it, it finally came into handy in Game 7 against Dallas. We're talking to Pat Maroon here on Rivs and BK, uh, hometown hero, Stanley Cup champion, currently with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Patty, one thing I wanted to ask you about that goal, as incredible as it is, we all know that you scored the goal against Ben Bishop, who, another St. Louis kid, another buddy. I mean, look, uh, the St. Louis hockey world is tight as a family and a group. And uh, have you guys ever talked about that since? I'm sure you've had a couple of beers at one point, maybe, maybe not. But how hard was that conversation to have? You know what, Rich? I always seen him on... I seen him in the mall at Nordstrom's. We were both upstairs eating lunch, and I just we just said hi and talked a little bit. He congratulated me. I congratulated him on a, a hell of a game. And um, I mean, it's just I think it, at the point maybe when we get older and we like you said we go have a couple beers and we sit there and talk about it. It could either went either way. You know what I mean? It could have been the Ben Bishop that broke the St. Louis Blues hearts once again, and you know they're struggling to find ways to win or. It can go. The St. Louis Blues finally get past, you know, you know, the second round and maybe have a chance of winning the Stanley Cup. And unfortunately, I scored the goal, so uh, it made. I think it made it better for for everyone because you know Ben Bishop had a hell of a game, stopping sixty four pucks, and then 
and then uh, you know me me scoring. So I think you know us hugging at the end of the game too with the with the flag in the background. I mean it was amazing. So um, it could have been Ben Bishop stirring the hearts of the St. Louis Blues or or us moving forward and moving on. And I scored the goal. So maybe one day we could talk about it um, and see what and see where it goes because I would love to pick his brain on it a little bit. Pat, we're all hoping that you guys get back on the ice as soon as possible, obviously. But I I would be curious, I mean, watching that goal, part of what makes it so special is the crowd reaction, right? And the roar that you hear the moment that it goes in. If you were to score that same goal this year in the postseason, let's kind of rerun that but make it this year when there's no fans in the stands, how different would that feeling be for you guys? It would be a completely different animal. Uh, I don't think you're celebrating as hard. I don't know. I mean, it's it, it just would be awkward, to be honest with you. You feel like you'd be celebrating with just your teammates when, you know, in realistic life, you know, the fans are a big part of it and the, the momentum changes and the atmosphere and the energy in the building and the excitement and the videos that come out later. Uh, so I would just it would just be totally different. It would be totally weird. I don't know, like, just... The horn go off and like if people start fireworks start going off, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> so Pat, it'd, be, it'd be it'd be different. I don't know. Yeah, for sure, Patty. So look, as we ask that question about no fans, uh, look, there's a proposal that's been given to you guys uh, by the owners of the NHL, and the PA now is looking at it and voting on it, and. Look, I think everybody is excited to get back to playing. I mean, it, that's what we do, right? That's You've been doing it since you're a little kid. Like, you just want to play hockey. Now, how much of it uh, are you looking at it and looking at the health side of it? How much are the guys worried about it? I think so. I think guys are worried because, as you know, Riz, you played in that NHL for a long time. You have kids, and I, I'm sure your wife would always tell you how hard it is to raise four kids on her own and especially when we're on the road for two weeks or a week at a time I mean it's it's hard so um I think that's one of the hardest things is if we have to go play in a hub city and we have to be there for two and a half months three months I think it's going to be difficult on the wives and there's going to be players that wives are pregnant that are due uh do you get to go and see the baby delivered and if that's the case do you have the 14-day quarantine after that so i mean there's there's so many variables that go into it just more than going out there and putting our gear on like we're 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 used to doing you know what i mean i think family should come first and we got to take you know we got to look into that a little more and i think the more I think about it, we got the restaurants are starting to open up, gyms are starting to open up. We'll see how they do first, and then we can expand out. Because I think right now, you know, what if one person gets sick, and then you're back to square one? Does it? Do we cancel it, or does he go into quarantine? I mean, there's just there's a lot there's a lot more that has to go into it than us just putting our skates on and going out there and skating. Does so that make sense? Hometown here, Stanley Cup champion Pat Maroon joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. It makes a lot of sense, Pat. And I I guess the other question that I would have on the proposal that has been announced, at least by the NHL, and that apparently you guys are voting on right now, do you like the idea of the top four teams doing that round robin that they've discussed? You would obviously be involved with that. Is that something you would be interested in to kind of get your legs back under you before you actually play in a playoff series? 
Yeah, I mean, it's whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult either way. I think with the time we've had off and uh, not be able to skate and go to the rink, I mean, it's going to be difficult just to jump right into it. I think it's going to take us a few weeks. Obviously, it comes massive to us. Once we get a couple practices underneath us, you're going to start feeling comfortable and you're going to feel like you're back to normal again. But I think real-life gameplay is going to be totally different because it's a totally different animal than just skating around and doing drills and, uh, you know, practicing. So, um, I mean, I like the idea of just coming back and playing, but I also like the idea of making sure it's safe and we're doing the right things and taking the uh, right steps to making sure we're we're doing it the right way. So, um, you know, I... I'm a free agent, so I can look at it either way. You know, what if I get hurt or um, in the playoffs and then season starts in December? So uh, it's kind of kind of worries you a little bit knowing that you, you might be playing for two months and then if something bad happens, obviously you don't look for the worst. You just want to get out, get out there and play and play for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, Patty, those are good points for sure. And uh, we obviously wish you nothing but the best uh, of staying healthy. Now, j- before we let you go, we uh, we had our buddy John Ham on yesterday. And uh, we had some fun with John. And we talked about a blues movie based upon your Stanley Cup run. I know everybody got drunk last year afterwards. And we all <laughs> laughed about the possibility of movies and who would play who and, and who would be the drunkest and all this kind of stuff. Now... He gave us a cast of characters. Now, he uh, oddly enough, John Hamm had himself playing Ryan O'Reilly. Imagine <laughs> that, right? Like, talk about a, talk <laughs> no, about a man crush. And then, okay, <laughs> so we got to you, Patty. And we said, okay, who are you going to cast for Pat Maroon? And John Hamm actually took very little time to think about it. And he says, well, you can't cast Pat Maroon. And we're like, what do you mean? He says, Pat Maroon has got to be Pat Maroon in this movie. So, hey, Patty, oh. would you be interested if John Hamm started putting a movie together? Would you play yourself? Or is there somebody out there that you like in Hollywood that you think reminds you of you that you'd rather have them play the part? I think I would play myself. I think I've talked to John about that and get me on sets just for like a, a little fill-in job. I always text him and remind him, hey, I'm, I could be a free agent in a couple years, so... I'm looking for a new job, so uh, <laughs> I always throw it out there. So I would love to. I would love to play a part of myself because I don't think no one can be able to play me. To be honest with you, you need my body type. You need my energy. You need my goofiness. <laughs> That's going to be hard for an actor to fill my body type. So uh, you know, sometimes you have to get really in good shape. I mean, I'm in good shape, but you know. But anyways, it's just I would love to play myself and be uh, be uh, the big rig Pat Maroon, I guess. Well, Pat, I tell you what, you are the one and only big rig, buddy, and we love you. And <laughs> I uh, I really appreciate you taking some time out to chat with us today. All the best to you. All the best to your family, little t- little Anthony too, and the rest of the Maroon Circus. Please wish them all well for me, and, and we'll talk to you soon, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. All the best for you, too, and everyone stay safe, and uh, hopefully we're back up and running. You guys have something to talk about here with some sports, so. You're the best, Pat. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today, man. See ya. Absolutely. That's Pat Maroon, Stanley Cup champion, hometown hero, St. Louis native, 
And it is officially one year since the Blues advanced to the Stanley Cup final. With Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. It's 1117. Your time check is brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. Coming up next, let's talk about that NHL proposal. It sounds like there could be a significant period of news tonight. We'll discuss it next on 101 ESPN.